Hello, and welcome to Brennan's Psyche. Today's reminder, your life can be whatever you dream of, and so much more. This is your day. No limitations, no drawbacks, and no questions asked. No matter who you are or what you represent, whether that be the queens, the queers, or the cats... We all have one thing in common. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Join your host on this roller coaster called Life, where there are no stops and no seatbelts allowed. Oh shit, is that a loop de loop? Welcome to my psyche. My name is Brennan, your host and your navigator on this treacherous journey that we call life. Where once that, <laughs> what that one guy said um, about the roller coasters, yeah, for sure, it's just like that. All right, y'all. Um, my name is Brennan. If you haven't been here previously, and this is my psyche. Um, what is psyche? What is, what does psyche mean? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, bitch, it fucking means to be in my mind, in my soul, and in my spirit today. Here we are. And all of those things in my psyche. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, We have a very heavy topic, a very heavily requested topic, um, one that I do not know how to speak about. Obviously, since this episode is about a week late, um, I have lots of ideas and, you know, there's plenty of things that I want to say, but when it comes down to me recording this and sitting in front of the microphone, it's like for some reason... I'm just not good at remembering all the things that I wanted to say. (laughs) I tried scripting for this episode and my whole script got deleted and I'm tired of putting it off and it really felt like I was in a place to speak right now today and I just wanted to do it. So here I am. We're going to fucking do it. Um, What are we going to be talking about? I know you're just waiting for me to tell you. We're talking about love, okay? And not just ooey-gooey, lovey-dovey love. We're talking about self-love, self-acceptance. We're talking about how the fuck to be in a relationship with someone else. How the fuck relationships are supposed to work. How you're supposed to trust someone. And how you're supposed to just make this shit happen. Because, you know, as I've said in previous episodes... um, They don't give you a manual for shit. And so you kind of just depend on other people's experiences to learn shit. Um, There's no shame in that game, y'all. That's exactly what the fuck I do. So don't play with me. That's what we're doing today. Um, you You may be wondering, who should be listening to this episode? Who is this for? You know, like, who the fuck cares about this? Well, the people who this episode is made for are the people who don't fucking know what they're doing. The people who have no clue what's going on in life. The people who are confused. The people who are wanderlusted the teens the the slightly older than the teens i guess the 20 years i'm a 20 year what is that a 20 ish a not teen whatever you are when you're not a teen anymore i'm still figuring out what that means to me so whatever it is i guess an, an adult <laughs> a pre-adult you're becoming an adult that's what you are and that's what i am and that's what we're doing so this is for you this is for me this conversation i might as well be having with myself because i'm the one who would need to hear it you know like type um 
I've heard lots of different people's opinions on this topic about love, and I've been doing some, you know, much-needed research on it, and uh, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, it there's no one-way street when it comes to love. There's no right or wrong when it comes to love. Love is just an emotion, and just as any other emotion that you experience, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be differences between everyone's fucking life, you know, across the board, like depending on who you are and where you came from what you've seen, what you've heard, what you felt, like your emotions are going to feel and be represented in completely different ways um, whenever you're actually living. So for me to tell you, this is the one way to handle this emotion or the one way to think about this experience or this emotion, like it's not going to work like that. But I can give you my best advice and we can just do that. So (laughs) that's what we're going to (laughs) do. Um... Thanks so much for listening again, y'all. Thank you so much for everyone who's been giving me the suggestions and the questions and everything like that. Um, I definitely have quite a couple that have been racking my brain, my little eensy beensy meow meows that are up in my brain, the little cats who like knock balls around up in my skull. Those guys are in control, okay? So they're, they spent some hours, okay, researching this topic and figuring this shit out. So... So you don't have to want <laughs> to be and do whatever you want to do. You're put on into the school with a bunch of other little kids and immediately there's the coolness, there's the popularity thing. It's a popularity game. We're like animals of structure, um, especially when we're not in communities and stuff like that, like how we were, you know, first were whenever humans first became a thing, you know, how we were a community of people all together. Well, now it's just a bunch of randos shoved into a room, kind of like at SeaWorld where they take random whales and shove them in a room and tell them to live together, whatever. We'll talk about that later. I love, I love orcas. You're immediately like, oh man, I want to be one of the cool kids. You have to be exactly like this. You have to not stand out. You got to be like these other kids. You have to conform in a way, um, in order to fit in, in order to be comfortable, in order to be happy. And that's just the way it is, like, for real. Like, in all schools, as much as they want to say, be yourself, queens and queers, be yourself. Like, be whoever you want to be. Like, you're so unique. You're so special. Like, yas. But then the environment itself isn't curated into that being the end result. Like, it's really not... um, And very seldom do I think that reality is actually the case, Um, especially I know from my experience and from what I've seen, um, there's a lot of clicks. That's what I was looking for. Clicks, not groupies, clicks. Um, There's a lot of clickiness and um, a lot of separation. And I don't know if that's just because we feel more comfortable doing that as human beings, but whenever you're being confused in this way. You're being told, um, yeah, you can be whoever you want to be, but not too much. And then you're in the school for like, what is it? Like 10 years or some shit where you just kind of gradually get chipped away at and told like, this isn't, this isn't good enough. This isn't normal. This isn't, you know, whatever. And so you start to change little bits about yourself to appease others, to fit in, to appease your parents, to appease your friends, to appease your teachers, your classmates, your counselor, whoever it may be. You are put in that position to just change yourself, basically. And yes, change is good, but not when it comes from this kind of place of like, I have to change myself in order to be happy and accepted and have friends. Because I've seen loads of bullying. 
Um, and then after school is done, they're like, okay, now what, now you get to go do your adult thing, but not really because you're not really an adult. Nobody really is going to treat you like one except for just the fact that they're going to throw you out to the wolves. Of course, I understand this is first world problems and I'm not even complaining necessarily. I'm just saying it as a fact that this is what kind of happens. Um, or at least it was my experience is getting thrown to the wolves in a way and just being like, okay, now go and figure it all out for yourself, figure out who you want to be, figure out what you want to do, figure out how you're going to make money, go to school, get a, get a job, get another job, you know, have friends, also have the time to go and hang out with your friends, also figure out exactly who the fuck you are and what you want to be and who, you know, like how you're going to think, grow your mind and everything at the same time. That's just so much and it takes so much time. It takes so much time time to do any of this and we want as a instant gratification generation it is like one of the worst things ever to be told that you have to wait and that things are going to take time I don't want to hear that either like don't play with me um that's not my ideal whatsoever but is it true completely and utterly yes It is true. Everything takes a shit ton of time. And if the people in your life aren't giving you the time to grow and to change and to realize who you are, to figure out what that even means, like who you even are, what finding out who you are and like what you want and what you think and what you feel, like what that even means to you, like space is needed, you know, like change is needed. You need the space and the time and the ability to change constantly and frequently, you know, like that's what growing up is. That's what this time in your life is. And there comes with that a lot of self-doubt and a lot of insecurity, a lot of fear and just like anger as well with your thoughts, with your reality, with your emotions and everything. You are completely at the mercy of your own mind and of yourself. For the first time in your life, you get to make all of your own decisions after never being able to make your own decisions your whole life. You know, now you have to make all of your own decisions and all of your own moves and to be able to make this shit work. And obviously, since I'm talking about it kind of broadly, Do I really even know what that means to me yet? No. And that's why this topic's been so difficult. Um, So with all this change and all these, this drastic change as well, you start to, you know, you really get to a point to where you start to hate yourself and your spot. At least I know it was for me. For me, I started to hate myself and I hated my mind and I hated the way that I was thinking about things. I hated that I felt stuck in my reality. And I hated that I had changed so much of myself throughout school, throughout high school, junior high, whatever. I started changing myself drastically. Um, and I believe in eighth grade, um, after being, you know, I'd never really experienced bullying before I moved to Louisiana, but, um, my first year of being here, seventh grade, I mean, I just had like a really weird experience and I realized I didn't feel comfortable being on the outside anymore. You know, like I didn't feel comfortable being myself anymore. So I started mimicking others. And that's what, you know, my mom was telling me to do, like go and 
be the person that you want to be if you want to go and be someone else, you know? So I did. I started just pretending to be someone else. And along the way, I lost confidence in myself and in my own abilities and in my own thoughts and in my own feelings. Um, You know how tiring it is to be in your own head and not trust a single fucking thing that's rolling through it, you know, to not trust or understand or be able to do to feel like you can't do anything about the emotions that you are experiencing and your reality in which those emotions are manifesting for me I locked myself away and I decided I wasn't going to talk to anyone and I wasn't going to put myself forward in any way whatsoever I wasn't going to have an identity because I didn't know what anyone would want I was too scared to and I didn't know what I wanted either how are you supposed to know what you want when you've gotten to this point um I don't know and that's why I said at the beginning that it takes time because I have it's it started to become a realization like I've started to realize who I am and what I want and where I want to be and how to deal with my emotions and my thoughts, but it's taken like six years, you know, and that's nothing. And it's all due to self-help books. Like, thank you. Thank God. (laughs) I'm not even religious in that way, but like, I'll still say it. So after society, the way that it's been curated has taught you to kind of wipe away all of your, all of you, and then told you that you need to now be a working, successful, you know, functional member of society and to go do what everyone else is doing. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but whatever else these people are doing, you need to go and do that. (laughs) And at that point, you're fucked. You're just fucked. Like, what what the fuck am I supposed to do here? I don't fucking know. For me, I willowed away. And I fat, I tried seeking sanctuary in others and in social media. And um, finally, I started to use social media to my advantage instead of, you know, letting it eat away at me. But it's taken years, as I said before, and it's taken like a reason to do so. Um, the realization that, you know, things haven't been going the way that I've been, that I dreamed them to be and how little me would have wanted them to be. So I need to do what's right for myself and do what's right for, for, for young me, inner me, child me, and future me, and all of me, because they're all me. I need to do what's right for me. And, you know, it's taken outside perspectives and time and experience to figure out what that is. I don't know everything by any means. And I never will, of course, but I know maybe a little bit more than I used to. And in this case, it's taught me how to accept and love myself a bit more than I did before. And how did I get there necessarily? I found a lot of peace in spiritual practice and in um, just learning. Like once you start to learn shit, like... Instead of just scrolling aimlessly and watching whatever video comes across your For You page and just, you know, watching Snapchat, just like clicking, clicking, clicking the pictures, you know, not even really taking any information. And I've started reading and I've started watching 
videos of spiritual workers and people who have, you know, like more information than I do, like people who are sharing genuine information about self-help and about just shit in general, you know, just anything. Um, a big way to gain confidence in yourself and in your own abilities is by learning and by practicing the things that you're learning. And that is a really quick and natural way to get dopamine, um, to feel like you are capable and to feel like you are, you know, worthy and deserving of whatever the fuck you want. Like you have to make that feeling for yourself happen And it's a choice that you make to start changing your life, to start learning, to start putting forward what you're learning, to start doing stuff that's not comfortable because you know that what's uncomfortable is what's teaching you, is what's changing you, is what's changing your mind, changing the way you think, giving you experience, giving you emotional maturity in a way, emotional intelligence as well. And for me, that has been a game changer. Getting to know yourself is one of the hardest things that you can do because how the fuck are you supposed to know who you are? It's like, it's so crazy because it should be very easy. That's why I said it's the easiest thing and the hardest thing at the same time. It should be very easy to know who you are considering the fact that we are with ourselves our whole life. So thinking for me, I've been alive for 20 years now. I should definitely have had enough time to figure out who I am and what I want and how to use my brain and my thoughts and my emotions, but I haven't by any means and I still am learning. Um... And it's a painful, continuous, rigorous process, just as life is. Shit was not made to be easy, and as much as I would love for it to be, and as much as I felt disadvantaged for the fact that things just weren't easy, like my depression made things not easy, my anxiety made things not easy as well, like they made it harder for me to function day to day, but it didn't stop me from doing anything. I stopped myself from going forward and doing the things I want to do. I stopped myself from living the life I wanted to live. And it was a decision to stop stopping myself. It was a choice that I made to change who I was for the better for myself, you know, instead of hiding and instead of making that choice in itself to not do anything at all. Because as much as you think that not doing anything is not making a choice at all, that is your choice. You are making the choice to do nothing whatsoever. And that is the least empowering choice to make because at that point, nothing's in your control. You're not in control of your life because who is, you know, like you're not doing anything. If you're not doing anything, you're not in control. So putting your foot forward and doing things that you necessarily wouldn't feel comfortable doing regularly, like that is how you build confidence in yourself and how you gain experience and the ability to go out and do shit on your own. Like that's how you build self-love, you know, like you don't just love someone from first sight, you love them after you've experienced with them and after you've felt feelings with them, you've gone through shit with them, you know, you have memories with them, you've laughed, you've cried with them, you have, you know, given them your everything and they've given you theirs and that's what you have to be able to be for yourself. Like as much as being in a relationship with someone else is love, it's not the same thing. Like 
you will never be able to have the same love that you have for someone else that you, you know, would have for yourself because you really are your number one person. And that kind of love is irreplaceable and it is worth every fucking dollar in your pocket, worth every fucking penny, but it's also priceless. And that's why it's so beautiful and that's why it's so magical to be able to start to love yourself and to understand yourself. And it just takes time and it takes practice and it takes work, just like any relationship does. But once, and you know, and it's not even like you're going to get to a certain point. You're going to be like, well, I love myself constantly now all the time and things are just perfect and nothing's ever going to be bad again. Like that's just not realistic. That's not reality. It's not like that for anyone, you know, like everyone has their ups and downs in life. You can't have yin without yang. Like that's just the way of life. And once you stop fighting yourself and fighting your mind for thinking that you're wrong for having your highs and your lows, that you're wrong for feeling your emotions and for having thoughts that don't serve you, when you stop fighting yourself and when you stop judging yourself and using your emotions with yourself. That's when you can see things a bit clearer. You have your right side of your brain, which is your emotional brain. And when things go bad and when things are hard and when things are even exciting, they, you're the right side of your brain is popping off like, like a baddie. Like she's popping off, she's having a rave and, um, she's going fucking crazy in there. But once that side of your brain has calmed down, the left side of your brain is the rational side and that will take over. And that's when you can realize your truth. And that's when you can make rational, good decisions for yourself. And that's when you can understand. So just giving yourself the time, the space, and the energy to work through your emotions, to work through your problems, and to experience your emotions and your problems to their fullest, knowing that there's nothing wrong with having a hard time, you know, like nothing at all. That's when you start to grow that appreciation and respect for yourself. And with that comes the love and self-acceptance. But in my second episode, I spoke about how once you hit 30, I've heard that that's when you are able to fully accept yourself. And scientifically, your prefrontal cortex in your mind does not grow until you're 25. So it makes sense in that time range that that's when your emotions have fully started to develop, your brain has fully developed, you are able to think clearer and more rationally, you're able to experience your emotions clearer, more rationally. Um, But for now, you know, until you've gotten that aspect of your brain literally built, (laughs) um, you have to be able to build yourself as well, like on the inside, like having control over your own mind and over your own your own life and over your own experience, like how you experience your day to day, because you can't control what's going to happen to you. You can't control a single damn thing. You can try for sure. You can try really hard, to be honest. (laughs) And you can probably get some good control over your, over that shit. But in the end game, shit will happen and you will have no fucking idea. You will not expect it. You will not love it, but you will have to live it. Regardless of your feelings towards it, you are living that and you are growing through that. You're struggling through that and that is that is strength and that brings strength and that brings love to yourself when you feel like 
when you have that moment of just being like, damn, I made it through all this and I had my own back. I had everything in me to make everything work out all along when I never believed in myself, you know, like, but I made it happen regardless of everything. I am so strong. I love myself. I'm proud of myself. Like, say the things to yourself that you wish you would have heard from someone else because you're not going to always hear those things from other people and that's why you have to be able to say them to yourself and really mean them. I don't expect you to be able to do all of this right now or even all the time. You know, like I don't expect myself to be able to do this all the time. It's a constant process. It's a constant fight almost for yourself and I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it's like a constant process. Like think of life as a circle. Like people say the circle of life, like just think of that, but in context for yourself, there is a loop of pain and happiness that you will go through constantly and the loop will not stop. It's a roller coaster with no seat belts and no stops and that shit will keep going. Just like I said, <laughs> just like I paid that guy 35 bucks to say in my intro, super true. <laughs> um, and so that's all that I can really say. That's all that I really had on my mind about self-love and self-acceptance. It's something that takes time. And I think that there are lots of self-help techniques out there that are super helpful for this, such as affirmations manifest not what the fuck I always say that instead of okay I meant to say meditation I have started to try and bring this practice into my life and mindfulness itself is just a wonderful experience and as much as it can bring up painful realizations and painful feelings and that is just as beautiful as happy feelings and happy realizations like it's all important it's all necessary for your own growth and for your emotional maturity in a way. So I'm going to be done with talking about that for now. Um, and I'm going to move on to talking about loving someone else. So a relationship with another person is a whole nother breed because while you have all of your emotions and all of your thoughts and all of your struggles and insecurities and memories and aspirations and everything this is a whole nother person with a whole nother set of all of those things and you may have absolutely nothing in common with them and so to find someone whose values line up with yours and who wants the same thing as that you want who has the ability to cater to your feelings and you have the ability to do the same for them that is a really important thing you have to even you have to be with someone who can make you laugh and who can make you cry there's a lot of stigma in social media that relationships need to just be all good happy things and if anything wrong happens you dump them and that's it shit's over like love yourself and move on type of thing you know like you deserve the best and while that is the case if you've you know for me it's just it's really different because of my situation with love my situation in my relationship 
we came together due to unexpected circumstances and we made a choice that we were going to love one another and that we were going to make our relationship work and we were going to fight for one another but did that mean that we necessarily had everything that one another needed like no and we still don't and we're still learning how to be there for one another and how to cater to someone else's feelings and to their thoughts and emotions like a relationship above everything else is a partnership this is your partner whether that be your life partner whether that be your business partner whether that be your babysitting partner if you have kids and you got a babysit like whatever whatever your relationship may look like for you that's what it is in the end like you have to pick someone you think that you would have a good partnership with above emotions and above feelings that will always be there and that will always be the case and a lot of marriages and whatever even relationships like they're all based on just emotions and that is not a reliable situation to put yourself in like yes emotions are super duper strong and when you're in love with someone and you're happy with someone it's like nothing else matters but the emotions you're feeling right then and there and nothing else feels real but everything else is still real your problems are still real their problems are still real problems that you don't even know of yet are still coming your way and you need to be able to rely on this other person and to rely on yourself as well to be able to solve them and to be able to do the shit that you want to do do the shit that you need to do to make a good life for yourself and to make a good life for your family um, whatever that may look like for you you know like so whenever you're choosing your person or if you already have chosen your person you can't rely on them to help you, really, with your emotions. Like, yes, they can comfort you. Yes, they can, you know, do things for you, whether that be, you know, listening to you rant about whatever and giving you whatever advice they can or to, you know, might give you a little back massage or something. Like, you know, like, of course they can do things to cater to you, but they cannot heal you. They cannot fix you. They're not a missing piece that you need in order to be able to do these things or to fix these things. Like you have everything inside of yourself already to do that. They're just an addition. They're just a partner. You know, two halves of, well, two halves of a whole, but you're already whole, you know? That's what I think of as a relationship. I think of relationships really seriously. Like, I'm not one of those people that wants to jump from relationship to relationship and just try stuff out. Like, if I'm going to be with someone, like, I want to build my life with them. Heartbreak is a really shitty and difficult thing to deal with. I don't want to have to deal with it more than I have to. I don't want to hurt other people as well because I feel really bad for people. Like I feel very empathetic for people and um relationship ending just isn't my isn't my vibe exactly. So for me, I look at them a bit differently. Um one of the questions that I was asked that I wanted to answer in this episode that had to deal with being in a relationship with someone was how are you supposed to feel like you deserve love? 
How are you supposed to trust and love someone else when you don't feel deserving of love yourself in your day-to-day? Like, how are you supposed to reap the benefits of a healthy, loving relationship when you yourself don't feel deserving of a loving and healthy relationship? And that all stems from internal self-worth. That stems from something inside of you that your partner can't necessarily fix. There's nothing that they can do. If they're if you've communicated to them what your needs are and they have a, upon time upon time not met those needs, you cannot rely on them to make you happy. You cannot rely on anyone else to make you happy consistently. Okay? That's other people are unreliable as much as you love them, as much as you have you know, are the mother or whatever of their children as much as, you know, you've given them everything and like you're, you're in this together, you're married or whatever the fuck. Um, you cannot rely on someone else to do for you what you can't do for yourself. Um, if you can't love yourself and accept yourself for whatever may have happened in your past, if whatever hurts may be hurting for whatever may be on your mind, whatever demons are leaking, what, lurking (laughs) in the corners of your mind, like, then no one, no one can do that for you, like, that's a struggle, and that's a fight that you have to fight yourself, and of course, your partner can support you, and you can communicate with them what you need, and they can communicate with you, Um, with every relationship, there's going to be different needs that need to be met for everyone, because they have their own standards and everything, for me, I love communication, I love knowing what's on their mind. I love letting them know what's on my mind. I love gifts and shit like that and um, validation. And whenever I want those things, I make it known. And that brings me happiness when those needs are fulfilled. Um, But if you're not asking and you're not putting forward the words themselves, then um, the fault it's not even fault, but the responsibility lies on you to take your step forward to do that. If you have asked for these things and they're not being, if you're not receiving the happiness that you feel like you deserve, if you're not being given what you need to make your happiness, then you may just need space. And that doesn't mean that you need to break up and it doesn't mean you need to divorce by any means. Like I know that there's a lot of ties and everything that comes with relationships where you get tied up together financially or whatever. Um, But you need space to grow. You need to not rely on anyone else for your emotional needs to be met. They can do everything in their power to help you, but... They can only meet you halfway, and you can only meet them halfway in the same way. Um, You can only do so much. You cannot save someone. You cannot fix someone. You know, like, the only person who can do that for themselves is is you and is them, you know? So whether that mean needing therapy and someone to talk to, or whether that mean needing a trip to go on, like... Trips don't have to be expensive. You know, like, go on a drive, go to the beach, stay in a hotel, whatever, you know? Journaling is an incredible tactic that can be used to restructure and rewire your mind to think better. Um, 
journaling every day, you know, like taking the time to like in the morning. I, it's something that I've been thinking and thinking and thinking about doing and I just haven't done it yet, but I know, like, I just know that there are, that there are because I've heard of it and I just feel like it would benefit me. So I'm not being a hypocrite saying this, like, I'm sure tomorrow I'll wake up and journal, you know, now that I've said this out loud and I've made this choice, like I'm going to wake up and I'm going to make that change to myself that I know will probably help. And I, I love journaling. Like it's an incredibly helpful tool to understand your own mind and your own needs and the way that you think. And it's a problem solving skill. Like you can solve your problems that way. And so that's something that you can do in order to take the time for yourself that you need. Um, but just realize that you are more than just someone's sidekick. You're more than someone's helper. You are your completely own separate person. And if you haven't been given the proper time to build who you are yet and how you think and how you feel and to understand that yet, you're never going to be able to do that with another person. You're never going to be able to understand their mind and their emotions, you know, like quite as you would be able to with yourself and that just takes time as well like and if you care about someone and if they care about you they'll take the time and they'll understand and they'll and you know I believe that that shit can work out like 100% but it does it's a whole learning experience like life itself is all about the journey like it really is all about the climb like that bitch Miley said thank you Miley um what's good Miley (laughs) but codependency isn't fun for anyone it's not it may seem fun for a little bit but it's not a sustainable way to live and it's not healthy by any means and um while I'm not going to shit on anyone because I have myself been in a codependent situation and I myself have taken myself out of a codependent situation um, and out of a codependent mindset. I know that it's not an easy thing to do. I know that it doesn't happen overnight. I know that it doesn't happen for no damn reason. It takes a choice. It takes a reason. It takes life to happen. And I just want you to know that life will happen for you regardless of you wanting it to or not. Life will continue to happen And you can continue to make your choices in order to make things easier for yourself. Continue to learn, continue to grow, continue to change your mindset, to grow your mind, to grow your emotional intelligence, to understand that there will be highs and lows and that your other person will go through this, all the same stuff, all the highs and lows, all the emotional growth. They may, theirs will not be on the same timeline as you. Theirs will not be on track with you. You know, like you can't expect them to be, and they can't expect you to be on the same track with them. Like giving yourself the time and giving yourselves the time to grow, to change, to become your own people, to accept that, to support that, to encourage that, to be excited for one another. Like that's what a relationship is, but you cannot find everything in someone else. Like you can find friendship and you can find support and you can find a hell of a lot of emotions, but they are unreliable. Emotions are, emotions are unreliable and a whole relationship And a whole life can't be built off of just emotions. It takes a bit more than that. And that's something that I'm learning as well. So I think that's what I think about for that. 
just know that you do deserve love. Um, look yourself in the face, in the mirror every day and be like, damn, bitch, daddy. <laughs> be like, no, I'd be like, I deserve love because I said so. And I don't give a fuck what else my brain has to say because you really can't trust what you think. You really can't trust what you feel. Like it takes deeper emotional involvement you know, like in your mind to understand that your first emotion isn't always the right one. It, it, it isn't always true. And there is no right emotion. There's no wrong emotion. It's just what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And you have to make that decision for yourself. What thoughts are serving me day to day? What's making me happy? What will make me happy? Ask yourself those real serious, tough questions. Ask your partner those questions. Go over your answers together, like learn together, like you don't have to learn separately, but you can't depend on one another for the answers. You can't depend on one another to fix each other, to, to fix everything. Like it's a, it's a yin and yang situation with y'all as well, you know, like you're in a relationship, it's half and half. You got to figure that shit out together. Like it's not going to be easy for sure, but it's doable 100%. I believe so. People do it every day. You know, and whatever the solution may look like for you, it may just look different for other people, and that's totally fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying may not resonate. What I'm saying may not make any sense because it's my experience, my opinion on all this stuff, my thoughts on all this, my words. You know, if you would if you would ask me this same question, like, in five years, I'd probably have a completely different answer for you. But... For now, this is what I know, you know, with what limited limited experience I have and what I've been learning and what um, I've seen work for other people, that's what I have to say. Another question that I received was, what do I do if I start to feel dissatisfied with my current relationship and start to reminisce about an ex-lover or an ex-relationship situation? And what I have to say about that is I kind of have like a strict no going back to your exes kind of thing that I'm that I've kind of established in my mind like it's kind of like a rule especially if you've broken up and there was a reason for you to break up and you decided that y'all didn't want to be together anymore like I wouldn't go back to an ex you know unless you were like maybe we can try again in the future and like you're actually if you're both open to that like I believe that that's cool you know for sure but and that can definitely work out if you're already open into it and you're like willing to work for one another and to make the changes necessary to make that relationship work but if you're just going back to someone who you've tried and failed with and tried and failed with I wouldn't try again you know like it's like um, some philosopher that I don't remember said, like the person who keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results is a psychopath. And that's kind of true. Like maybe not even on that level, but like you can't expect anything good to happen from something that from someone, you know, that has only brought you pain in the past or I know this girl. So I know her situation and about what she's talking about. Um, and I would say don't get back with this guy, but also if you're feeling doubtful about your current relationship and you feel 
reminiscent on a past lover who did hurt you, then obviously the relationship you're in now, if if what you're in now isn't better than that old relationship where you were being hurt and where you're being lied to and where, you know, like things just weren't working out over and over again, then this relationship probably isn't right for you either. Like if you're not happy now, don't think that you'll be happy if you go back to someone else, you know, that you've been with before and you've tried with before. Like, you've given him his fair run, okay? You know, like, you've given this person their chance. And as much as I will say all day long and totally mean it and believe it, people can change, people can change. You know, people do change for sure, but I'd, I wouldn't put myself on a level or on a playing field where... um you're kind of giving yourself up to someone else and like if you feel like you deserve better and you're reminiscing on something old whether it be due to the sex was better or due to them communicating better or maybe they had good hair or something like that know that there's a million and one other people on the planet who are better in bed and who have cool hair and who have maybe a cute dog or something you know like you know like there's other people there's literally billions of people on the planet it's stupid like there's so many people who live on this fucking planet um so i wouldn't i wouldn't expect it to get better i wouldn't expect a relationship to just be what you want it to be now if it never was what you wanted it to be like don't stoop down to that level don't allow yourself to backtrack um there's new relationships, there's new experiences, there's other people out there. And I think that if you're unhappy in your current relationship, you should make it known to your partner. See, what have you done to try and alleviate these feelings? You know, like what changes have been made? Have you been expressing these feelings? Have you been asking them for what you need and they haven't been giving it back to you? Or have you even given them the chance to give it back to you? Because once you get in a relationship with someone, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you... I don't know. To me, it feels difficult to just drop them and to walk away from them. Like, I feel like there's some steps that you can take and there's some things that you can do and there's some shit that you can try to see if it'll end up working out, to see if shit will get different. And if after all of this shit isn't better, you're not happy, they're not happy, you can't work together as a unit, you don't have dreams that match up together, like... You can try again later if you're both down to do that. But if you're not happy, you won't magically just get happy. It takes time and effort and a reason to be happy. You know, like, this is your problem and you can solve it. You know, like, you've got that for sure. Ending relationships is hard. Reminiscing on past ones is even harder, especially when they've hurt you and you feel like maybe it can be different this time. Like I've changed, maybe they've changed, but to protect yourself and to do what's best for yourself is always the number one. And um, just knowing who you can put your trust in and who you should put your time towards and what you should trust and put your time towards as well um, is really important. And if that's the path that you want to go down, like you'll learn whatever lessons, they'll learn whatever lessons, you know, but if you've been hurt by someone, I wouldn't be jumping in the air for joy to advise you to go and to be hurt by them again. So do what you think is right for you. Just as much as you follow your heart, follow your mind, 
follow your your you know your soul like you know what's right for you deep down you know what you want you're or if you don't you're figuring it out you know just as all of us are just trying to figure shit out you're figuring it out you're learning what makes you happy think back to this past relationship think to the person that you are now and be like is the person who I was then who I am now am I going to be made happy by the same things I was made happy by back then um and if I've changed so much, they've probably changed too. Do I really expect for them to be doing and being the same person, um, whatever it was that they may have been doing or saying that made you love them so much? Like, do I really feel like that relationship is going to is going to go anywhere? Is going to serve me as much as your thoughts would serve you or your feelings would serve you? Like, it's just another piece to the puzzle kind of thing so totally your choice there's no one in the world who can take away your choice to do what you think is right for you but as a mom friend I would advise to protect yourself heal yourself take the time to be with yourself if you feel like you don't know what's going to make you happy I wouldn't be jumping from relationship to relationship and expecting that to make anything better you know Like, you can definitely find happiness, you can definitely find peace, but you need that within yourself before you can fully expect to get it from someone else, like I said previously. And I really mean that, and I really believe it, and um, I think that everyone can find their happiness and their peace, you know? Like, you just have to look inwards, and that's what a lot of spirituality is about, is looking inwards and finding that goddess-like mentality, but for yourself, like, I'm a goddess, you know? Like, saying that and meaning it and being like... I'm a fucking bad bitch. I am powerful and strong and I can do everything for myself that anyone else could do for me. But I would like to have this person in my life. And so we're going to try and make it work kind of thing, you know, try to be happy together, try and grow life together, make dreams together, build businesses, whatever the fuck, have babies, pop them out. Fuck it. Pop that pussy. Um, (laughs) Do you, girl. All of you, all the girls, guys too, but mainly the girls. Do you? <laughs> no, everyone should just do what makes them happy for sure. But also just knowing that your happiness isn't forever. Emotions are fleeting and confusing and constant and you can't trust them, but you can work towards something better. You know what your problems are. And if you don't, you can, you can figure it out by journaling and by being mindful and by really being honest with yourself. You can figure out where your problems lie, where your values lie, and you can from there decide what is best for you. But it does take time. As I said previously, love is a crazy, crazy concept. It's a crazy, crazy feeling, super duper strong, super empowering, super, um, super strong emotion. But also, with great power comes great responsibility, like Uncle Ben said. (laughs) Very true. Thank you, Ben. I can't imagine dating as an adult. You know, like dating as a kid was so easy. You are put in a room with a bunch of kids and, you know, like you have like a wide variety of people like in all your different classes and shit you can just meet people that way and talk to people and make friends and relationships that way but now as an adult the only way to make friends and relationships is through work 
And where I work at, I work with like seven people and they're all in their 30s. So love them, but we're not going to be going to the club. We're not going to be, you know, like I, it's so hard. I don't really know. Like I'm trying to figure everything out for myself, of course. And if you're hearing all this fucking noise, I don't know if you can hear it in the background. My parents are literally in the roof right now. Like, of course, you know, like the first bit of my recording, they weren't here and then they came home and they had to make as much noise as they possibly could. It's fine. Um, I actually am using something different now. I'm using GarageBand <laughs> to edit everything because I wanted to try something different than Anchor. Because um, Anchor is a little weird to use for sure. Like it's very simple, but it's almost too simple and too dumbed down and like it's it's hard to edit. So I'm trying to learn how to edit on GarageBand. Very weird vibes. But um, Anchor, if you ever want to sponsor me, I'm still down, sweetie. Like, I still have my account. I'm just not using it. Life's hard. Life gets harder. Then life gets easier. You love yourself. And then you hate yourself. And then you love yourself again. And it's a cycle. And I'm here for you. Your friends and family are here for you. Your loved ones are here for you. Communicate so so important like people say communication's key communication's key but it's like some people especially guys don't really know how to communicate their feelings and thoughts well and that I don't really have any advice on like for me it's as simple as this is what's on my mind this is what I'm thinking this is what I'm feeling and so I'm gonna say it you know like this is my truth like this is what I think and I'm not always right god help me I'm not always right you know, like a good half of the time, maybe even more, I'm not right. But at least I'm trying to, you know, you can't figure shit out until you talk. You can't figure shit out until you compare with other people, you know, and like just talking about your emotions and your thoughts and stuff like that's a really good way to start to understand them if you don't want to start journaling yet. Like if you haven't started talking about your feelings and your thoughts yet, like you haven't even started, like, please put in the work, like, please try and communicate and to understand that no one knows what the fuck you're thinking. No one knows what the fuck you're feeling. Like no one has any clue, like your context clues, your facial expressions, your body language. Like we're not, we're not animals anymore. Like we're human beings. Yeah, I'm not reading your body language to know what the fuck you're thinking. I'm not sniffing your butt to know what you've eaten today. Like, you need to tell me what the fuck you're thinking and what you ate today if you expect me to know. And that's something that my father, um, what is he, almost, he's probably older than 40. He's like 40-something years old. And he told me the other day, he's like, I have this thing where I just expect people to know what I'm thinking and to know what I want and shit. And I realize, like, they don't. They have no clue. And I just don't know how to communicate that. And I'm like, so many people have that same exact issue. Like, that's so common, you know? And it really is, it's a struggle. I mean, even as you get older, especially if you get to that point of just kind of through the motions of life and you've let your emotions rule you and you've, like, kind of been helpless like that, like, you haven't been helping yourself and you've been pushing other people away and not really trying to understand how to talk to other people and how to communicate like it gets only harder it's like you can't teach an old dog new tricks you can definitely teach them new tricks they may just take a lot longer to learn it and that's why he's 47 years old and just now learning that he can't that other people don't read his mind you know Anyway, that's about all I had for today. Um, I kind of rambled on. I don't really know if this helped or un- 
helped anyone or if anyone understood this or if this meant anything, but I needed to talk about the topic and I, you know, it definitely would have helped to have some bullet points written down for sure, but I said what I said and that's all I can really say from here. I do love y'all. I hope you reach out to me with more questions and tell me your stories and stuff so I can share and so I can cover those in my upcoming podcast episodes. I have a really exciting episode coming up where I'm going to be doing an interview with a good friend of mine who I haven't spoken to in a long time. So I'm really excited about that and I hope y'all are too. We're going to be talking about healing. I'll go ahead and just drop the, the next week's topic it's going to be all about healing and I'm really excited um for that journey because everyone deserves the ability to heal everything in life may not be about healing and you can take as many breaks as you need to because it's you know you got to be kind to yourself and you can't just make yourself heal all the time like healing is also giving yourself breaks but it's really important to allow yourself the space and the time to heal. And I'm so excited to cover that with you, with all y'all and with her. And I hope y'all have a great rest of your day and you protect yourself. Keep your loved ones close. Keep yourself closer. Um, follow me on my socials, psyche underscore podcast. That's for Instagram and Twitter. For some reason, it's really hard for my fucking, my Instagram doesn't show up whenever you search it because there's like three other people with my Instagram name. So I might have to change it question mark, but we'll see y'all. Let me know if you have any pod new Instagram name suggestions, like fuck it. (laughs) I already had to change my podcast name once. Like I might as well just change everything. Who really cares? You know? Um, but y'all let me know if you like this. Definitely send me any more questions you have. Um, next week's topic will be all about healing. So send me your questions about healing. I'll ask questions. You guys let me know which ones you want answered. Send me your stories of your healing journey and your experiences. We'll be sharing them. We'll be talking about them. We'll be laughing. We'll be crying. It'll be a whole shebang and I'm super duper excited. Make sure to download this episode if you liked it so you can listen to it if you don't have Wi-Fi and also to follow, subscribe, notifications, give me a kiss. Love you. Y'all have a great day. Stay blessed. Stay happy. Keep your head up. Shit will get easier eventually. And I'm here for you if y'all ever need to talk. Alrighty. Bye y'all.